Have you ever seen people who appear to have it all together, especially in church, and wondered about the real story beneath the facade? Or how about this? What's your story? And what would happen if people knew the real you, the glorious, the wonderful, the messy, the shameful? Listen in as we tackle hard questions of faith and following Jesus. Welcome to She Seems So Normal, Stories Not Shared on Sundays with your host, that's me, Lee McKenzie. courage. Marching through EMDR therapy, boldly braving whatever came my way, I only did it without medicine because I had to feel the emotions and pay attention to the cues my body was giving me. Not everyone needs to do that. And since I knew this season was appointed by the Lord himself for deep healing, I laid down my need for numbness or avoidance or dissociating from reality in order to get to the truth of what happened long ago. Others have remarked at my courage, but I don't feel courageous whatsoever, only terrified. Afraid of really knowing and afraid of really never knowing. If courage is the ability to persevere and withstand danger, fear, or difficulty, I blame any courage that people see in me on the Holy Spirit. I just keep clinging to Him, clinging to the cross and resurrection of Jesus Christ, knowing that if God has the power to raise a man from the dead, He can raise me up too. And if he can raise my dry and dusty bones up out of the grave and breathe life into me, he can surely use me to encourage a vast army of others to do it too. Is it no wonder that there is fleeting peace for trauma survivors? How can we find peace in the middle of a PTSD event? Abuse victims with flashbacks and triggers are like soldiers coming back from nightmare scenes of battle. We may be intact, but are emotionally, mentally, physically, and spiritually damaged. You cannot unsee what you've seen or undo what's been done to you. You have to learn to live again and find ways to cope. God gave me many coping gifts in the atrocity. He turned my consciousness away from what happened to my body and gave me the gift of dissociation, amnesia, and the ability to simply forget people's faces. I only remember two faces of the men that abused me. One I lived with for a decade and the other one, the babysitter's husband. The Lord gave me fierceness and elasticity as a young child. Even the most delicate glass doesn't shatter when dropped, but when dropped many times, I refused to break apart completely, bounced back again and again, and I fought my way up from the depths. In full disclosure, that bouncing wasn't without collateral damage. However, having taken responsibility for how I acted out of my circumstances, I repented, turned away from those sins, made reconciliation and reparation with those I've hurt the best I can. Continuing in the process of sanctification and being made in the likeness of Christ, coming closer and closer in holiness, I'm growing in divine grace the longer I walk with Jesus. Michelle tells me that pedophiles destroy the lives of more than 40 victims over their lifetime. I don't doubt this figure. My abusers loom in my mind as monsters from the past. 
gigantic dragons of damage the Lord and I are vanquishing one by one. God willing, my story might help you or someone you love move forward to seek help or find freedom. And I pray for just one more person to find an intimate personal relationship with Jesus Christ, to encounter saving grace and mercy, what I have found. God can handle your messy. The Father loves you right where you are, and if you follow the Son, He'll take you where you need to be, so that in Holy Spirit power, we are more than conquerors.